we have miracles and preaching to pray through today. Now, in the last episode, the Holy Spirit was given to the church, and today we see what He begins to do. So if you know someone who would like to pray with us today, now would be a great time to share this broadcast because we are about to get started. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 104 today, and we're going to pray through Acts chapter 3, but before we do that, let's open with a bit of what we call worship prayer. We are using a verse from today's reading. It is Acts 3, 6. That doesn't seem right. But maybe it is. Acts 3, 6. And we're going to focus on the healing power of God and his preciousness, how valuable he actually is. And Acts 3, 6 says, But Peter said, I don't have silver or gold, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. That's one of the miracles that we see. Well, it's the miracle that we see in today's passage. But let's dive in and begin with worship. Father, I'm so thankful to be here, thankful that you saved these stories. Like Acts is an incredible anthology of different stories of the early church, and it's amazing. And so I'm so grateful that we can look back on those, and thank you for this one as well. It illustrates your healing power. You are a God who heals and has the capacity and often the desire to heal because you want us whole. Now, understanding that our spiritual health is probably more valuable, not probably, our eternal spiritual health is more valuable than our physical health here on earth. But I'm grateful that you see our physical needs as well, that you care about both our physical and spiritual needs. And you can look down in our situations and you know, you see us, you know us, you are the all-knowing, able to heal all of the places where we are broken, God. I'm so grateful for that today. I also know that when we are thinking about the things that we find valuable in this world, silver and gold and possessions and things that make us wealthy or powerful in this world, that Jesus is far, far more valuable than those things. Far more valuable than silver, far more valuable than gold, far more valuable than anything that we could accumulate here on earth. And I'm grateful for your sacrifice, Jesus, that makes this conversation possible, that makes me able to come before God this morning with these friends that I have along with me and talk to you about all the things directly because you see Jesus' righteousness when you look at me. And for that, I am grateful and I honor you today. As we move forward into this prayer time, into the next section and the verses of Acts, Spirit, I would ask that you would open this passage to my understanding, that you would help me say the things I need to say that you want said in this time. I give it to you today. This is, this is a, boy, my mind just went completely blank. I hate when it does that right in the middle of a prayer. Offering. This is an offering to you today of mine and all of those who are participating, whether live or in the replay. And we give it to you this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. It's going to be one of those very real days when I forget what I'm about to say. 
We're reading and praying through the whole of Acts chapter 3 today, and so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time introducing it because it's a longer passage than if you've been with us previously that we're used to having, but I'm going to read the whole thing. I'm going to read all of Acts chapter 3 and the, because it's kind of a story, and I want, to get, I want you to get the idea of the story and how the story progresses through the passage. And so I'm going to read it all to you, and then we'll go back and we'll hit parts of it for prayer. How's that sound? Here is Acts chapter 3. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple for the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. A man who was lame from birth was being carried there. He was placed each day at the temple gate called Beautiful, so that he could beg from those entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple, he asked for money. Peter, along with John, looked straight at him and said, Look at us. So he turned to them, expecting to get something from them. But Peter said, I don't have silver or gold, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. Then taking him by the right hand, he raised him up, and at once his feet and ankles became strong. So he jumped up and started to walk, and he entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God, and they recognized that he was the one that used to sit and beg at the beautiful gate of the temple. So they were filled with awe and astonishment at what had happened to him. While he was holding on to Peter and John, all the people, utterly astonished, ran toward them in what is called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he addressed the people, fellow Israelites, why are you amazed at this? Why do you stare at us as though we had made him walk by our own power or godliness? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our ancestors, has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and denied before Pilate though he had decided to release him. You denied the holy and righteous one and asked to have a murderer released to you. You killed the source of life whom God raised from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in his name, his name has made this man strong, whom you see and know. So the faith that comes through Jesus has given him this perfect health in front of all of you. And now, brothers and sisters, I know that you acted in ignorance just as your leaders also did. In this way, God fulfilled what he had predicted through all the prophets, that his Messiah would suffer. Therefore, repent and turn back, so that your sins may be wiped out, that seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus, who has been appointed for you as the Messiah. Heaven must receive him until the time of the restoration of all things, which God spoke about through his holy prophets from the beginning. Moses said, And the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your brothers. You must listen to everything he tells you, and everyone who does not listen to that prophet will be completely cut off from the people. In addition, all the prophets who have spoken from Samuel and those after him have also foretold these days. You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your ancestors, saying to Abraham, And all the families of the earth will be blessed through your offspring." God raised up his servant and sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your own evil ways. That is Acts chapter 3. So let's go back. Let me find the beginning here because I need to refer to it when I'm praying. All right. So let's dive in and we'll pray this passage. Are you ready? Father, this is fun to do this in, in a totally different way. Because in previous episodes and up until this study of Acts, I've just pulled out smaller passages and kind of dug deeply into them. So it's kind of cool to get an overview, big scale picture and read through this book a chapter at a time. 
So I'm grateful for your word. I'm grateful for this opportunity to do this. I'm grateful for the ability to come into your presence. Peter and John were going up to the temple for the time of prayer in their day. They were going about the things that they normally do on a day-to-day basis. And they saw this man, man who was lame from birth. And they stopped. He spoke to them, but they stopped. Peter, along with John, looked straight at him and said, look at us. So I want to pray a couple of things just about those verses right there that as they were going about their day, doing their normal Jewish believer in Christ thing, they were going to church, essentially. So as we go through our days and we do the things you've called us to do, as we're serving the ways that we're called to serve, sometimes there's an interruption and how we treat that interruption is really important. Sometimes those interruptions are opportunities for us to serve to serve in your name and to glorify your name. And I pray that you would give us the eyes to see when those opportunities are a distraction from our work for the kingdom and when they are critical for our work for your kingdom. Help us to see the things in our life that distract us as we move through our day with the Spirit's eyes, with discerning eyes. And when we are supposed to respond to them, give us the obedience to do that thing. It was so interesting to me when I was reading it, the idea that the lame man asked for money. He saw Peter and John about to enter the temple and he asked for money. And then Peter told him to look at them. He wasn't looking at them when he asked for money. He was most likely, or I see him in my mind, looking down because of the situation, because of the social situation he was in, because of the interaction. And Peter said, he said, look at us. And then he reached down his hand and pulled him up. Peter not only healed him through the power of faith in your name, Jesus, but he honored him in several ways. He asked for his attention. He spoke directly to him. This is not one of the people that have any status. He was a beggar in the temple. He had no way to make a living. He was begging. Peter said, look at me. I don't have silver and gold. I don't have what you're expecting me to give you, but I have something better. And so I guess I just ask that we would honor people in our lives that we come across who are not in a social situation that we're in, that that there are an awful lot of people who need healing in a way that we aren't used to serving, that we can offer the power of Jesus to. And so I pray that you would guide us into those situations, help us to recognize those situations, and help us to speak with honor and respect, and not just speak, but to serve with honor and respect. I also love that Peter took him by the right hand and raised him up. And that was the point at once his feet and ankles became strong. It was not just I've spoken, but I've reached out and I've pulled you up. I've helped you along in a very practical way. And that turned into the man walking and leaping and praising God. So not only did the healing happen, but praise and worship happened. And I just want to remind myself that of all God's actions in my life, I need to be walking and leaping and praising God for those actions, for those interactions in my world, for the Spirit making a difference in my world for the ways that you intersect my life. I need to be leaping, walking, and praising God. And then the people were amazed and said, why do you stare at us as though we made him walk by our own power or godliness? 
When those things happen, when healing happens in someone's life, or when change, even slow, small change happens in someone's life, and we played a part in that change, pray that our hearts would continually be humble and be continually saying, I didn't have anything to do with this. This was God. This was the power of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he has glorified his servant, Jesus. And that's by faith in his name. That's what has made this possible. What you see is the result of faith in action and not faith in me, but faith in Christ. Let us continually be pointing people we know towards Christ in all areas of our life, whether we're helping perform miracles or whether we are giving someone lunch. Whatever it is, big or small, whatever difference that's going to make in someone's life, whether it's big or small, let us continually be pointing people towards Jesus. That's what we need to be about in our everyday, continually pointing people towards Jesus. And then the response to the people, therefore repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out, that seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. And Father, I ask for that today for us. I pray that we would repent, that the things in our life that you need us to turn away from, that you speak to us about it and that we listen with obedient hearts, that we know what we are supposed to turn back from and that we actually do, that our heart is more interested in pleasing you than it is in pursuing those things that we should not be pursuing. Help us to repent and turn back and bring seasons of refreshing in your presence. When we turn from sinful ways, when we have repented, we can sit in your presence with a new freedom. We can sit in your presence with a new freedom, and I pray for that, for a season of refreshing in each of our lives based on repentance. The very last sentence in this chapter is that God raised up his servant and sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your evil ways. This was spoken to the Jews, to the Jewish believers in Jerusalem who had been there when Christ was crucified. However, I want us to look at it today for ourselves as well. God raised up Jesus to bless each of us by helping us turn from our evil ways. So I ask, Spirit, that you would encourage that work in our lives. Encourage us to be chasing after the things of God, to be recognizing the things of God in our life, and to be turning away and repenting from evil ways. And I'm just going to let that one settle in as the end of this prayer. Do that for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much for joining me today. It is a pleasure and absolute privilege to be able to do this with you. If you're watching this broadcast on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page and you found it helpful, I would love it if you would share it with a friend and bring them along with you. And we do this again at 10 a.m. on Monday. We'll be back at 10 a.m. on Monday. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend allows more people to pray with us. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road, who helps Christian women grow a God-first life and business. And my heart is, as you and I do this together twice a week, as we join in prayer together, that, that God would really grow us in our prayer lives and that He would speak to you as He speaks to me. But most of all, my prayer is that you will fall deeper and deeper in love with the God who gave us these words. Amen. Amen.